The first reading according to the first book of Samuel, chapter 26, verse 2. 7 to 9, 12 to 13, 22 to 23. In those days, Saul went down to the wilderness of Ziph with 3,000 picked men of Israel to search for David in the desert of Ziph. So David and Abishai went among Saul's soldiers by night and found Saul lying asleep within the barricade with his spear thrust into the ground at his head and Abner and his men slipping around him. Abishai whispered to David, God has delivered your enemy into a gasp this day. Let me nail him to the ground with one thrust of spear. I will not second thrust. But David said to Abishai, Do not harm him, for who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and remain unpunished? So David took the spear and the water jog from their place at Saul's head. They got away without anyone seeing or knowing or awakening. All remained asleep, because the Lord had put them into a deep slumber. Going across to an opposite slope, David stood on a remote hilltop at a great distance from Abner, son of Ner, and the troops. He said, Here is the king's spear. Let an attendant come over to get it. The Lord reward each man for his justice and faithfulness. Today, though the Lord delivered you into my gasp, I would not harm the Lord's anointed. Responsorial Psalm Psalm 103 The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. The second reading according to the first book of Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 45 to 49. Brothers and sisters, it is written that the first man, Adam, became a living being, the last man, a life-giving spirit. But the spiritual was not first, rather than the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, earthly, the second man from heaven. As was the earthly one, so also are the earthly. And as is the heavenly one, so also are the heavenly. Just as we have borne the image of the earthly one, we shall also bear the image of heavenly one. Love of Enemies Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 38. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well, and for the person who takes your cloak, do not withheld even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have done to them. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit that to you? Even sinners do the same. 
If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies, and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. The reward, the reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for He Himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will be in turn be measured out to you. Opening a horizon for doing good. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. What Jesus tells his disciples in the gospel is hard to do, requiring extraordinary, even heroic, efforts. A human tendency is to repay offense with another offense, to avenge oneself and an evil doer, or at least they exact an equal punishment. Is fairly spontaneous reaction to renounce punishment is not normal. But we are, if we are guided by the word of God and not simply by a natural reaction, we are going to return good for evil, to love our enemies, do good to those who hate us, pray for those who mistreat us. We are going to conquer even evil by doing good. But is it this passive complicity, complicity, an encouragement to violence? And Must we refrain from acting and abandon ourselves, victims, to further aggression? The words of Jesus do not absolutely authorize inaction, passivity, or resignation. On the contrary, they gave us weapon to stop injustice and violence. The law of retaliation does not stop until antagonists are destroyed physically, morally, or spiritually. An eye for an eye will eventually make everyone blind, and a tooth for a tooth will. Turn everyone toothless, but if someone shows enough courage and spirit to announce retaliation, a way is being paved for peace and reconciliation. The Book of Proverbs says, "If your enemy be hungry, give him food to eat; if he is thirsty, give him drink. For live coals you will heap on head, and the Lord will vindicate you." Anger. When met with anger, will turn into conflagration that devours and reconciliation. Live coals are hip in the head of the angry or the offended, making him or her think that there are other, better ways to resolving conflicts. Jesus enunciates the golden rule in its positive formulation: Do to others as you would have them to do to you. In the negative, the rule is already golden. We avoid doing to others what is displeasing to us. We do not want to be hurt, mistreated, taken advantage of, and so we should avoid hurting or taking advantage of others. But Jesus opens a limitless horizon for doing good without being solicited. Even, without even thinking. Of any return, we do good, love without measure, without reckoning. When we build bridges, 
Instead of fences, chances are people will come to us with open arms. But even if we do not, we do not get discouraged for our hope and this justification of the Heavenly Father who is merciful to his children.